just want to let you know, everybody, that I just got to vent real quick. You know, I always try to teach whatever you sometimes will hear on the YouTubes and the, the different areas where this podcast and YouTube and everything else that's out there, Facebook that pays what is going on, teachable moment. Now, I want you to Google real quick uh, GSA schedule or how to get on the GSA schedule. Check this out. Don't worry, I turned my music down so you can hear a little more. I like the jam. This is just a, a work break conversation that we're having. You know, this isn't um, a, a whole bunch of bells, whistles in the fanciest of studios. I like my office space and where I'm out of. But it's just, you know, just a man um, on a mission and trying to teach. So I don't have to say this a thousand times. But let me tell you something. So I've talked with the people who will charge you to get on the GSA schedule. I've talked with the people who help you for free. And I have videos about that, you know, places like the SBA and PTAC and all the great places that help you. This rant that I'm about to go on is nothing about them and how they do their job. Those people are great. They're helpful. They saved you a lot of money, a lot of time. But the GSA... To get on the GSA schedule for those who go after federal work, especially, I think it's a joke. I think it's a joke. And it's not because it's complicated because we do paperwork in our sleep. Um, Personally, I did my 8A paperwork. Um, Was it a lot of paperwork? Sure, but it wasn't difficult. Um, I don't think the GSA paperwork is difficult after reading, you know, 193 pages of just one form and then hundreds of pages of the other. And this is why I think it's a joke. And this is what I tell people in the government and those who help and who have worked for GSA, you'll feel me. This is a joke because this is supposed to be the government, federal government's preferred vendors list. So we know it's going to be difficult to get on. Okay. It's going to cost you a little bit of money, but nothing like, you know, a few hundred bucks, you know, give or take, whatever. Right. Companies will charge you 5000 plus to do all the paperwork for you. I don't find that to be helpful because, like I said, we do paperwork in our sleep and I like to learn so I can teach someone else. And it's really not difficult. It can be time consuming and you have to be right on the money. But my CPA and bookkeeper, you know, they help us stay organized. So we're like totally organized, ready for that. We can give you whatever numbers you want. The GSA is a joke because because solely that after you do all this paperwork and after you get on, on, if you do not do $25,000, I believe it was, you know, um, in the first uh, two years in government work, you're fired. You're out of the program. So everything you did you're fired. And now that might sound like a low amount of money in business, which I'm not going to complain with you there. It's, it's, it's not that it's a ton of money, but the fact that if government isn't your already client right now, GSA may not be for you because you cannot guarantee that you're going to get government work. It, it, it's, it's very competitive, especially on the federal level. And I'll say for what we do now, if you're in construction and if I open up my trucking company, I might not worry about this as much, but for what we do in strategy and consulting, it's very competitive. It's, and I think that 
you know, if you can, because I know people who are doing millions of dollars in what we do, and you know, even sixty-six plus year old year old old men are having to live a week or two in D.C. to stay abreast to keep those companies going. And these aren't big firms that you would know. They're not the Wagners or anything like that. The Edelmans, they're not that. So to me, I'm like, hold on. We we have to do this amount of work, and you know we've done some government work, but it comes in sporad- sporadic, and so you can't guarantee that you're going to do that. And then you're kicked out of the program, okay? But then I'm a solution based guy, and I've worked with the government. I worked for the government. I understand. I've interned on the hill, I've, so you know I've had the lowest, the low job to, you know, a cool paid position, right, for the government in different areas. Check my LinkedIn. I find it ridiculous that the government will accept you into this program, then kick you out of this program if you don't do a certain amount of money without even helping you. There is no, oh, we're going to give you a shot, small guy, newbie, rookie, We're going to see if you can do what you say you can do since we've already verified you on the paperwork and everything else and got all your references who've said you can do what you do. But now you have these people for our case with our NICS codes, 541820 for ours. And we looked up the SIN number as well. 189 firms, 189 firms in the country are on the GSA schedule already. Now, of course, they claim to do millions and billions or whatever contracting, but those things, you know, when you believe that coming from the government, you know, I got a bridge to sell you in Mozambique because government money, yeah, they spent it, but who do they spend it with and exactly how and under what terms and how long did they drag it out and blah, 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 and what limitations they put on those firms, whatever. You have 189 firms. That's not a lot of firms. So you could have a carousel. And I could I could set the system up in my sleep to say we're going to use so and so because they didn't get a shot yet. Before we kick them off, we're going to give, you know, we're going to give them a shot. But they're not interested in doing that. And everyone who works at the GSA knows that cuz that's what I've already been told from present and past workers. So it's silly that you make people go through all this while you say you're looking for diversity, where you say you're looking for, you know, the the new firms and you want to encourage American greatness and all that great stuff that politicians and people who work for them say, but you won't even put a system in so everybody can get a piece. And then when you make these systems, they're so complicated that small guys, I know truckers who can't go through all this paperwork and keep their business going. You got to keep the wheels moving on that truck. And you guys say you want to help. But if you really want to help, you'd even give the truckers a consulting credit for someone, you know, who does like we're a full service firm. So we can do admin work. We got people who can do knock that stuff out, guys and, and ladies who can knock that stuff out quick for truckers. But you guys don't even do that. And you say that you're you're helpful. So the GSA is just part of the government, which we know in America is broken. And let and, and let me tell you, it's broken and no one will say anything because they're getting a check directly from you. You could give me a check today. If I can't say what I need to say, take your money back. Take it back. 
So that's my rant. The GSA, when they try to sell you these this thing on the GSA this or the GSA that, you know, make sure you see how many firms are already in it. Then just pick three firms randomly, random sample, and see how much money they've gotten from the GSA and what those contracts have been. Because when we did it, it was ridiculous what they're paying some of these firms. And oh, this is the worst part. Thought I was done, son. This is the worst part that, okay, the GSA wants all your clients and what, you, you know, what private business included, what you're charging them. And they want the, that discount that you give your, your lowest client. So if I have somebody in a second or third world country, you're going to want that price. Now, someone's going to say, oh, no, there's exceptions to the rules. They're limited. And I've already tested this. And don't tell me and don't tell anybody else a lie that there's exceptions to the rules. There are exceptions to the rules, but ask what percentage. And I bet you it's one percent and less that get that exception. So I have to now give the government, the big fat government that I've seen them give $40,000 to a company just to create a Twitter and not make one tweet. It wasn't the company's fault. It was that the government uh, probably put in the contract. I don't know this part for sure, that they could not make a tweet. They were just spending money because the contract didn't look like it was in. Um, it was the, the, the client's fault. It looked like uh, the government stopped them. You know, when reading some of the paperwork, some things you can prove all the way. Some things you just have to have your best guess. But I doubt that this company, you know, looking at their past performance, just defaulted. And, and, and their whole thing was just to create the Twitter. So my thing is now you have to give your the government with the discount. You give a small business, even if they're in a second and third world, the government is greedy. That's not right. That's not right. And and you can be prosecuted. You know, we're talking fines. We're talking jail time in these things. This is real business. And so in the uh, 2.6 million people who are in America already in prison, they want to get more people. I've known people who've had to pay these a million dollar, um, uh, not loans, but contracts back because of, you know, what's said on line A is contradicted sometimes in line J. And I didn't mix my words when I said that. So I'm okay. So I want you to check that out and, and know that when people say get on the GSA and come to all these phony meetings about, oh, get on the GSA schedule. It's the best thing for you. Do your research, you know, because a lot of times if we don't, if we stop going to their meetings, you want a solution. If we stop going to their meetings, they don't have a meeting and they have to change. They have to change their policies. I know people have been on the GSA for long enough and they're not getting any benefit. They're not, they're, they're hustling their work. They're marketing their work. GSA hasn't helped them with the government. Even if they are doing that 25,000 above, GSA is not coming to them. So someone who works for the GSA is like, oh, once you get in, you're in. This ain't the mob. This is supposed to be about America and building businesses. Once you're in, you're in. What are you guys doing, man? Secret society wannabes you know no degrees <laughs> you get what i'm saying <laughs> secret society no degrees and you guys want to say something and i could shut up and i could just go on and about but i had to make that to vent it out so you know gsa which i think the the premises of the gsa is a great 
idea. You got to fix the system like so many other things in government. You know, if I go on, I could tell you how to fix food stamps and, and public housing, but you don't want to hear that. So that's my tip for the day. Please share, like, subscribe, support more than anything and um, ask questions. You guys, I'm out. Be